Hi everyone, this is James Eek, and you are listening to the Warriors Way Podcast Season 3, Episode 122, which is wild. That is 122 episodes of me talking about a whole lot of different stuff. So if uh, you've been listening from the beginning until now, my hat goes off to you and uh, you know what? Drop me a line. Let me know why you're still listening, why this means something to you. I love hearing from all of you. Um, and to be honest with you, it is the fact that people listen to this that keeps me going. Um, and I hope you get something out of it. So before we kick off an episode that looks at a amazing real-life Jedi <laughs> and the last Crow War Chief that my eldest son Kalis told me about... I just want to talk to you for a moment about the Warrior's Way online training program, which if you haven't heard about it, it's up and running now. It, uh, it's an extension of what we do here, but in a cool virtual dojo available 24-7 wherever you are around this planet kind of way. And if you ask me, that's pretty cool. With the Warrior's Way online training program, you can train in my pretty unique fusion martial arts classes that I put together from about 10 different martial arts. And you can learn different meditation techniques from me, breath work. You can get some awesome workouts and a ton of supplemental videos on everything on how to train with an injury to some pretty decent sword drills. And let's face it, if you aren't swinging a sword around, you should start because if nothing else, it's a heap of fun. I really think there's something on the Warriors Way online training program for everyone. And it's put together in the best of ways. It's made from the things that I use to keep myself happy, healthy, fit, and, you know, just chilled out and enjoying my life. And that is what you want. So, if this sounds good to you, or if you would really like the chance to work one-on-one -on -one with me, head over to the podcast website at www.warriorsway.ca. That's www.warriorsway.ca. And check it out. And better yet... Drop me a line. Like I said at the beginning, um, I love hearing from you guys. And I would honestly rather talk to you before you sign up. Because uh, there's a bunch of different membership tiers. And I want you to get the most from this. So I want to help you figure out what works best for you. And with the, you know, full meal deal membership, you're working one-on-one -on -one with me. Uh, virtually, of course. Um... So if that's what you want, I want you to make sure that you're engaged right from the get-go, if you know what I'm saying. So anyways, drop me a line, or if you just want to say, hey, thanks for the podcast, <laughs> drop me a line about that too. You can find me at thewarriorsway.ca. And before we kick off, like I've been doing for the past few months, maybe too many months, too many months because of one thing, folks. We're still in the grips of this COVID, despite what some people might want you to believe. 
here in Canada, it's looking like we're about to hit the fourth wave. And this is all thanks to all the people who don't have their vaccine. Sorry to put the blame on you, folks. <laughs> but it's just the reality. Okay, the way we're going to get through this is to do the types of things that we talk about on this podcast. We want to put others first. We want to think of others. And yeah, you get your jab in your arm and guess what? You probably aren't going to die from COVID. Thank goodness. But it also hopefully will cut down on this actual virus from spreading around. That's the hope. Because you know what? If it doesn't work out that way, we are all going to be living with this thing and dealing with, you know, your local dojo shut down, your local church shut down, you can't go to a movie theater, and so on and so on and so on as this thing keeps ebbing and flowing. And who the heck wants that? Not me. Probably not you. Unless you're a glutton for punishment. So... Do the right thing. Keep yourself safe and your family safe. Get yourself vaccinated. And that is the end of me on this particular soapbox, at least for this week. Just get the shot, folks. All right, let's kick this off. Few U.S. veterans will ever officially earn both the Presidential Medal of Freedom and the title of Crow War Chief. Joe Medicine Crow might be the only one. His other awards include the Bronze Star, the French Legion of Honor, and how he earned the title of War Chief of the Crow Tribe is a feat unheard of for decades before World War II started. But for all his feats, he was still a private in the U.S. Army. So, There are four criteria to become a Crow War Chief, all of which Joe Medicine Crow accomplished during two years of service with the U.S. Army in Europe during World War II. They are touching an enemy without killing him, taking an enemy's weapon, leading a successful war party, and stealing an enemy's horse. The Crow likely knew it would be difficult in the age of machine guns and tanks. But as Joe Medicine Crow showed, it was clearly not impossible. The Native American GI was working in a shipyard in Washington State for the first part of World War II. In 1943, he decided to join the U.S. Army as the U.S. went to war against Nazi Germany. He came from an incredible nomadic warrior tradition. He was the last person to hear a first-hand account of the Battle of Little Bighorn, and his grandfather served as a scout for General George Armstrong Custer before the general's last stand. Joe Medicine Crow would carry this tradition forward as well as many others. Before he left for the war, a medicine man provided him with a painted eagle feather that he would wear under his uniform before fighting. And he would also paint traditional war paint under his uniform, placing two red stripes on his arms. While fighting at the Siegfried Line, 
the border formation or fortification that would take the U.S. Army into Germany, the warrior was ordered to take a team, a war party, if you will, and cross a field under the hail of bullets to retrieve some dynamite from a previously destroyed American position. Joe Medicine Crow and seven fellow GIs crossed a field of devastating fire that probably should have killed all of them. They grabbed the explosives and blew a huge hole in Hitler's vaunted line. No one was killed. Only one injured. After penetrating the line, Joe Medicine Crow and the 103rd Infantry advanced on a nearby town that turned out to be heavily defended. As a scout, Joe was ahead of most of his unit, and after they were ordered to flank some German defenders, Joe was separated and decided to take a shortcut. That's when he ran right into a Nazi defender while running at a full sprint. For anyone else, this might have been embarrassing at the very least and deadly at the most, but this was Joe Medicine Crow, and he sent the Nazi flying and the Nazi's rifle flying to the ground. The American was still standing as he bent over, grabbed the enemy's weapon. Two war chief requirements down. Instead of killing the German, Joe decided to drop the weapon and let his warrior skills take over, and the two men fought hand-to-hand for what seemed like hours. When Joe finally got the upper hand and started to kill the Nazi soldier with his hands at the man's throat, the German began to whimper, and called out for his mother. And Joe let him go. Three war chief requirements down. Then there is the task of stealing a horse. Stealing a horse in the Second World War. Joe Medicine Crow was scouting a farmhouse behind enemy lines one night when he realized it was full of high-ranking SS officers. And high-ranking SS officers all rode there on horses, which were corralled under guard near the house. Joe Medicine Crow snuck through the guards with only his Colt semi-automatic pistol to protect him. Having grown up learning to ride horses bareback, Mounting one of them in Europe was no big deal. He let out a crow war cry and sang a song as he herded all the horses out of the corral and into the U.S. Army and North American First Nations lore. The brave war chief died in 2016 at the age of 102 after an active life of teaching the people of America about the stories of Native Americans raising awareness about their struggles in history. Joseph even met up with the then-President Barack Obama in 2009 and was awarded the... (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) getting so excited about what happened. Joseph even met up with then-President Barack Obama in 2009 who awarded the Brave War Chief the Presidential Medal of Freedom officially recognizing his deeds against the Nazis in World War II. Joe's master's thesis, The Effects of European Culture Contact Upon the Economic, Social, and Religious Life of the Crow Indians, is still largely regarded as one of the most in-depth pieces of research about the Crow people.
So that article is by Blake Stilwell from the website We Are the Mighty. You can find a few uh, pretty decent articles about Joe out there, and I'd highly recommend you read it. It isn't every day that you hear of ordinary people who go on to do extraordinary things. The story of Joe Medicine Crow and his incredible transformation from just some guy working in the shipyards to answering the call and not just going to war, but knowingly offering himself up complete with war paint and eagle feather beneath his uniform to achieve the requirements of Crow War Chief are nothing short of the hero's journey. And while... Joe Medicine Crow, I personally think, should be a household name. And I can't honestly understand for the life of me how this isn't some blockbuster Hollywood movie. I mean, come on. The hero's journey is something of importance for anyone who is serious about transforming their lives or training in a way that's unlike the depths that most dive down to. From my own view, I see the hero's journey as an inner alchemical process where a person feels or is given what is called the call. And then they go through what most people who write on this sort of thing, they receive or they find supernatural aid. They break through a threshold which starts the transformation process. And here's where the waters get choppy. The person on the hero's journey is generally challenged, tempted, and often fails. They hit rock bottom, where they enter the abyss. The abyss is the place of pass or fail. They suffer and push through death to rebirth and then transform. And after the transformation that can be radical, as in the case of Joe Medicine Crow, there is atonement and the return from the unknown back to the world. The person who takes part in the hero's journey, whether it's in myth or in real life, is never the same. They are completely different. They may not even recognize themselves as they were in the past. They're like the Padawan who undergoes the trials to become a full Jedi Knight. They're the young private who becomes the Crow War Chief. It's possible, if you're listening to this, to go through your own hero's journey. I'll caution you, though, you might not like it. Walking a certain path and dedicating yourself to it means you are telling the universe you not only want to be different, but you're up to the task. I myself have found that when you do this, the powers that be are going to help you get there, but it will be through exactly this process. What you get on the other side of it is a completely different you, though. It is itself not so special. Every moment that passes changes us, but Sometimes these trials of death and rebirth are radical and you're left through this alchemical process with something that no longer seems like what there was before. But it's not in and of itself special. 
It's about dealing with every moment. And it's passing and failing. (laughs) But this is what growth and change is all about. Most people these days don't understand understand the true power of training. They don't listen to the words of the old masters. They don't believe in what our ancestors knew as fact. Transformation is there for all of us, though. We just have to open ourselves to it. We have to do the work. We have to fail. We have to learn, get back up, dust ourselves off, suffer a bit, and continue on. Most of you listening to this, I would bet, are already on this path, especially if you're serious about your training. Now, that said, this doesn't mean that your own hero's journey is going to be anything like this amazing and crazy story of Joe Medicine Crow. And it doesn't have to be. It's going to be your own And don't try to force it. What you need to do is listen to Joe's story and dig into it and truly understand it and what it means. The thing about Zen or martial arts or any worthwhile path is realizing that you yourself need to open yourself up to the change. You yourself need to do the work. All the work that's required And you yourself are faced with decisions in your life that will make all the difference. And whether you pass or fail the tests and trials that come your way, all of them that you will be given, you'll be given the chance to stand back up, to dust yourself off, to continue on to do better, to be stronger, to become someone far greater than you even realized that you could become. Like I said, you'll look back later and you won't recognize that person way back then. And here's the thing, it starts right now. It is fueled with bravery and courage and stillness and calm. Treat yourself And treat all others with kindness and compassion. And just imagine all the amazing things you can do. You just have to take this one step and then continue along the path. And it's a path that will change everything. But only you have the choice. Joe Medicine Crow didn't have to do all the things that he did. He could have just been the gray man as a private He could have just gone to war. But imagine a world without people like him. Imagine a life without the inspiration of others who are lights in the darkness. We don't need to do things in the level of some epic hero. Our own transformative process can be much smaller and more personal. It'll be about the challenges in your life. Or it might be bigger ones. What it'll be, though, and this I can guarantee, it'll be something that at the other end you will look back on and say, well, that was pretty darn tough at times, but I'm actually glad it happened. And I am not the same as I was when this all started. 
That is the amazing thing about life and training in a real way, with a conscious understanding at breaking through the change that would otherwise bind us. Training in a way that pushes us through delusion. Training in a way that is about everything that our ancestors knew well and understood. It makes it all worthwhile. But it's not for the faint-hearted. It probably isn't for everyone. But then again, there's a reason there are heroes. And all the rest of us mortals who look at their examples and strive simply to do them proud. So there you go. I think I'll leave that there. Let's go on to the question of the week. Question of the week comes to us from Mary. Mary wants to know, what is the one thing that you think someone can do to achieve either greatness or something more than the most when it comes to training? Hey, this kind of fits in well with the podcast. Um, my son actually reminded me of this not that long ago, ironically. When I was in my 20s, I was working as a journalist, and I was told by someone who was well-known in the music industry. I started as a journalist as an entertainment reporter, if you can imagine. I'm in my 20s, and I'm interviewing bands and cool people like that. Um, Yeah, that was pretty awesome. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, going off on memories... So anyways, I was in my 20s and I was working as a journalist and I was told by someone, um, I can't remember their name right now, but uh, they were a well-known person in the music industry that uh, I I think they were the manager of a, a rock band or something like that. And what they told me is that what you need to do in this life is find something that you love and just stick with it. Stick with it through the good times Stick with it through the bad times. Stick with it throughout your life, past when everyone else has quit. And when you do that, you simply need to just continue on and outlast everyone else. (laughs) And I remember when he told me this, I thought it was kind of funny. But I also saw the wisdom in it. And what I've come to find is he, he's actually really right. You see, there are people you will meet who are better than you at whatever it is. Let's say it's jujitsu. You're going to meet a whole lot of people that are better than you. Or maybe they have horseshoes up their backside, or maybe they have more natural talent, or they're more athletic, or whatever else. It doesn't matter. But what you will find is that they will come and they will go. The difference, or this is the important difference to remember, is that you remain. Keep working at it. Keep working at it. You One day you'll look back and be like, where did that awesome person go? <laughs> because they were really good. What could they have done? 
And then you'll see them years from now and you'll be like, oh boy, you really should have stuck with it. <laughs> now, I don't know too much about greatness from a personal perspective. I'm just a simple guy who is working at this path in this life. I'm on my own personal journey. That's what I focus on. I've been at this Zen and martial arts thing for over 40 years. I don't look at myself as some phenom. I don't take myself all that seriously. I don't look at myself as much of anything other than a serious student of it all. I'm just a student, even though I teach, even though I've, you know, gathered a whole bunch of information between these years. I'm just a student and I'm humbly giving back and continuing on. But I'm also someone who dedicated to this. And I'm someone who is willing to do the work and stick with it throughout whatever happens. I know that I will be at this in one way, shape, or form for the rest of my life. It's become part of me. I think that this is the way to look at these things. You just stick with it. You let go of ego. You learn what you can. When you stumble or fall, guess what? Get back up and move forward. Just keep moving. Keep moving forward. Head up, eyes forward, move forward. And just stay humble. Just do the work. That's it. To be honest, I look at it like learning an instrument. If you, if you want to get good at playing an instrument, you, you have to be willing to put in the time to be good at it. It doesn't mean you will ever be some prodigy. And in the end, if you were, would you actually appreciate it? I don't think so. So just do the work. You do it every day. You p put in the time. And the next day, you put in the time. And the day after that, you put in the time. And you keep at it and you don't quit. Hopefully, everyone listening will have a very long life. And imagine how amazing you can be at things in your life that you do if you just stick with it. So there you go. I can't tell you about greatness or being something more. And in, because in the end, does any of that actually matter? What matters the most is not necessarily greatness. It's sticking with it and making it part of you. And imagine how amazing that'll be when you get to the end of that journey. Because I can guarantee everybody will look at the thing that you do that you don't think is maybe that great. That you are remaining humble. But they'll look at what you do and what you've created with a sense of awe. And I think that's what greatness actually is. I really do. And yeah, there are some people who are just prodigies. But I always wonder, 
You know, do they actually understand? Do they actually love it? Some things to think about. So there you go. I think I will end it there. So, like I said at the beginning, all of you that tune in all the time and, you know, put in the work of listening to this podcast, honestly, from the depth of my heart, I have to thank you. Because truly, I wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for you. And there are a whole lot of you out there who listen to this thing that I have no idea who you are. Some of you drop a line and say, hey, I love this thing or, you know, whatever. And that means a huge amount to me when I hear from all of you. So please don't be a stranger. Um, The last time I looked, this podcast has had something like 40,000 listens, which is crazy. I honestly didn't set out to have anyone listen to my voice 40,000 times. (laughs) Um, But if you're getting something out of this, that means a lot to me. And when I hear from all of you, it really does mean the world. And even if I never hear from you, knowing that you're there and you're listening, that means a lot too. Um, If you are interested in supporting the kind of stuff that I'm trying to do here, please check out our website. Like I said before, it is www.warriorsway.ca. What you're going to find there is um, the kind of blog post, I guess you would call it. I'm not sure if that's what you would call it. (laughs) Anyways, it's uh, the stuff that I talk about every week. I I put that there all roughly written out. Um, So you can read... If you want to go back and see what my thoughts were about these different things, um, there's a check it out page as well. And what that is, is you can go on there and I've put together like a few pages of, you know, books that you should pick up. Uh, you know, sometimes people ask me like what kind of supplements I take and all that kind of stuff. And what it does is if you click on it and pick it up, so whether it's a book or whatever, uh, we get a little cut. And that means a lot because, as you can imagine, this is 100% free and I'd like to keep it that way. And the way we keep these things going is by giving back, right? So it's just like you're a little kid and you get a gold star. So my gold star is when you guys uh, say this means a lot to me and I want to make sure that it keeps going for at least another 122 episodes. So check out the website click on some of the stuff, pick up a book or whatever. Uh, If you're not into that, we also have a Patreon page. You can get the link on the website. And of course, if you are interested in doing some martial arts and meditation and a whole lot more with me, go and check out the Warrior's Way online training program. I put a lot of work into it. Uh, It was kind of my beginning of covid um, project, I guess you could say, shooting all the videos and getting the website going and all that kind of stuff. And I am pretty proud of it. It is, it's been a, probably a decade long process of how I'm going to, I'd like to do this. And, uh, I'm, I'm quite proud of it. I think it's pretty decent if I do say so myself. And you can check us out on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook 
And if you dig the stuff that I lay down, you can pick up a copy of one of the uh, books that I wrote on the martial arts. They're available for your Kobo, for your Kindle, or you can pick up a paperback copy on Amazon. So head over there. Or don't. Uh, can you tell I'm not always into plugging myself? Um, <laughs> now, if you want to pick up a copy of my book, I really do appreciate it. I, you know, love it to hear that people are still reading the thing. I actually have a few of them written and I need to get around to editing them and then I'll have a few more available. Um, anyways, check out all this stuff. There's so much now to be a part of through the Warriors Way podcast and... I never expected this when I started the thing up. I thought it was just a, you know, a thing I was doing for a little bit, but it's really gotten legs and that's pretty cool. 122 episodes, man. Anyhow, until next time, folks, like I say every time, train hard, always have fun, got a smile, and probably... Really importantly, be a good friend and think about what that actually means. And I don't mean be a good friend just to your friends. I mean be a good friend to everyone, to everything. When, Like I say to my kids' class, when you're walking down the sidewalk, think to yourself, be a good friend and you will find that life will give you opportunities to be a good friend. Thanks a lot.